Okay, so we're starting with Ezra's Hashem. We're on Daf Lamed Zayin, but we're on Lamed Vav and Bez, about seven lines up. And we're just discussing, we're coming off of the Mishnah, discussing that we said, um, <clears throat> so he was kind of, he finds out that she is pregnant. Keep that in mind. Violda. So he said, So if the child lives, so then Yoytzi v'chayavam v'karbon. If the Vlad will not live, so then it turns out that she was, she never had a child. If she never had a child, she did fall to Yivim. If she did fall to Yivim, then the Knisa, the was fine, meaning like Rabbi Yechen, Rabbi Yechen, Rabbi Yechen, Rabbi Yechen, Rabbi Yechen, the Bias Muberish may be, at least according to um, Rabbi's understanding of Rabbi Yechen, and According to Reish Lakish, so we would say that Yach, uh, that, um, that he would Yach serve Yivol the Yikayim. Okay, but either way, there's a way, there's a pathway for him to stay married to this Yivama, that it was Kanas. Now, we brought in yesterday, just, just to continue, so we discussed the Amachlikis in regards to, we tried to, and Rebbe Lezer argued, right? So the Tanaka of our Mishnah holds Yikayim, that he can keep the Yivama that he was boiled when he was when 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 pregnant, and Rabbi Lazar said, "Yotzi beget," that he has to be mitzia beget. So he argued on the Tanakama, and yesterday we brought in a machlekes. We tried to to make this machlekes of a Tanakama Rabbi Lazar totally in the machlekes of Rameyer and Rameyer and the Chachamim in regards to a meinekes. Now over there we said according to both you had to be yotzi. Okay, we had different svaras, but according to both you had to be yotzi. Uh, it was just a question of whether you could be Yachzer or not, whether you, he could be Chazer. Now we're going to have a new case, and we're going to ask, we're going to go back to, uh, to try to understand something about the case of um, <coughs> somebody who is Kainis Muberes Umeinekes Chaveire. So now we're starting Amrle Rav Ashi, the Rav Hoshia, Bere, the Rav Idi. Hasam Tanan. So this is talking about Hasam <coughs> Tanan. <laughs> so if a if a vlad a baby is born and it lasts for thirty days, it's not going to be a nafel. Okay, so now So let's say for whatever reason it didn't make it thirty days, and Tosa says over here that some other unfortunate event occurred, and the child didn't make it to thirty days, but it, it's not that it, it died. Meaning it just, it's something, I mean, well, it did die, but not that it died on its own, but there was something else that caused the baby, some other accident that caused it. So we really just don't know if this baby would have lived or not. So now, uh, so, it would have a den of a, a suffix. Now, the Itmar, and the Gemara says, so the din is, let's say this child dies within 30 days and she goes ahead and she's in the Scottish Shoshok. We're talking about a Yavama over here. Okay, so now again, the, there was a child. The child was born. Something occurred to the child. And it is Suffolk within the 30 days. It's the Suffolk whether that child would have lived or not. So now let's say the, the Yavama, right, it goes ahead and she goes and marries Lashuk. She's like, okay, I had a child. So she goes and marries Lashuk. Like any, any normal Yavama, if she has a child, is, not, is, is Yitzel Lashuk, right? There's no mitzvah Yibam, she goes Lashuk. So now she goes ahead, but here, because it's a suffix, we should require chalitza, right? That's what should occur. We should require chalitza. So now, <clears throat> so she goes ahead and she 
goes and gets married. Ravina Mishmei Rava Amar im Yisrael So if she's in Eishis Yisrael, so we're going to go ahead and tell her to do Chalitza. Because the Chalitza will not, will not pass, will not, will not pass her. Okay, so she won't be, Rashi says, that im Yisrael hu she'im min kedushin abala. That a chalitza won't answer her. However, So if, let's say, this woman went ahead, she had a child, within 30 days something happened to that child, she went ahead and got married anyway without chalitza, and she married a kayin. So then we say, we can rely, it was a suffix if she had a child. That's what happens, it's a suffix. So if she's married to a kayin, she doesn't have to do chalitza. Okay, we can be saimich on the fact that the vlad would have lived. She doesn't need a chalitza. Because a chalitza to a kayin would aser her on the kayin. We so, have the same suffix and the same, same presumption either way, whatever she married. Right, the, but here, Lamaisa, correct. Here, Lamaisa, she went ahead and got married. Yeah. So, so are we going to be mitzi? Is there a different bar to actually remove her from the marriage? So it's very nice that you want misafik to have her do a chalitza. So if, it, if it's not going to cost us anything, so then for sure. Question is, what happens if it will cost us something? Will we require it or not? We're we going to ask her on her husband because of a suffix. So, No, it doesn't matter. Rameshashia says you have to be chaletzis. So, Ravina says to Rameshashia, I know where you're coming from, because Rava said, like you, that even to a kayhain, sorry, you have to do the chalitza, even if it's going to ask her, too bad. However, in the morning, he was chayzer, and he went, like, like I said, so I understand where you and Rav are coming from, but you had the wrong version of Rava. So Amar Lei, Rav Shashi says, Sharisu, really? You're telling me in the morning that he allowed her? Hey, Rava, the Tishtruaf Tarba. Rav Shashi held it was so usher that it should be, so let's see, like he ratzoin that he should even, he should even be mater chelev. Meaning, I hold that this is usher. There's no way that in the morning he went ahead and matered it. Ha ha, so okay. So that's the din. We have Machlikus over there. Again, where the lady with a suffolk, nafal, went ahead and married Lashuk, are we going to require a chalitza or not? So now, So she shouldn't have gotten married. She did. Mi suffolk. She, she shouldn't have gotten married without a chalitza. Mi suffolk. She went and got married. Are we going to remove her from her husband who is a cutting? So now, So again, remember, just to, as a quick refresher, the halacha by muberes ha-menekes was that according to everybody, they have to separate. If a person goes ahead and um, we said that, let's say, for instance, menekes chaveroi, we don't want, uh, even, so within 24 months, even if it's not a havchana, we, we know whose child it is. That's fine. But the problem is that <clears throat> we're afraid that her milk will, will dry up and the baby won't have what to eat and the new husband's not going to be interested in supporting the, uh, uh, the, is the, the previous husband's baby. Not my kid, so I'm not supporting. So therefore we said, don't go ahead and, and marry Menekes Chaver. You have to wait until after she weans the baby, 24 months. So we had over there, Machlikis, whether or not, if you violate that, you go ahead and marry her, so everybody holds that you have to be, and we said according to both sheets, the mayor and the Rabbanon, you have to be toitzi, you have to be beget. And the question was, are you allowed to be, are you allowed to go ahead and be machser, or machser her after the period, or because you violated what the Chacham said, we're not going to allow it. So the Gemara says, so now, So will the Rabbanon enforce their din by a kayin as well? Over here we see that at least according to Ula, 
Ula said B'Shem Rava that when it came to a Kayin, yes, very nice that the Chachamim said, don't do something or Misafik, we're going to require something, but are we going to blow up a marriage because of that? So, So, Amar Lei, so he says, of course, what kind of Kasha is that? Hachi Hashta, Bishlama Hasam. So, over there, meaning where, where the Suffolk within 30 days, we said that the child is a Suffolk, Nafel, according to Rishim Gamliel, the Ikar Rabban and the Polygon of Rishim Gamliel. That's only Rishim Gamliel who says that it's the Suffolk, and therefore, you have to do Chalitza. But, but guess what? There is a Rabbanon who say that even if you didn't wait, even if the, if the baby didn't make it 30 days, we're going to consider it a Vlad Ma'alia because we're going to go after Rav. Rav, children that are born, will live past the 30 days. And therefore, if something else happened, and Ari came and ate the child or fell off the roof, and the child died, we're going to assume it was a good child. Really, there is no Chalitza. And that's why we're willing to say now we're not going to, yeah, okay, fine, we'll make you do a chalitza just in case, but we're not going to blow up a marriage for it. And therefore, the Rabbanon who hold it, it is a good one. We can be semech on the Rabbanon. However, Gabay Ish is kain, keeping the after of Dinan Karabbanon. Okay, so again, at least according to Rabbanon, so when we talk about an Ish is kain, we'll paskin, we'll paskin like the Rabbanon, and we'll say that you don't have to go ahead and uh, force a chalitza on her and there, thereby ask her to her husband. Abel Hacha, Kiman, Navid. So what's, who we, who, we have no shita here that says don't divorce. Remember, both Rameyer and the Rabbanon held that if you marry Menachas Chavera, you have to get divorced. It's just a question whether you're allowed to be master or not. So therefore, there is no shita l'kula v'lhacha kamad navid. Ike Rameyer, ha'amer yeitzi v'layachzer elamas. Rameyer held, you're never allowed to get married, remarry her. Ike Rabbanon, not amri beget, you have to be taitzi beget. So over here, basically what the Gemara is saying is over there where there's a machlek is b'shem galil Rabbanon. Whether or not we're going to consider the Vlad Suffolk or not. So then we could be Taylor Lakula, at least according to one Shita, Rava, according to the way Ula understood Rava, was we could Taylor Lakula and say that we're not going to, that if the Chalitza is going to, is, she's, she already got remarried to a Kayin, we're not going to blow up the marriage. But over here, where anyways you have to get divorced, everybody agreed you have to get divorced. So I don't care that you're married to a Kayin, that's your problem. Everybody held, held you have to get divorced, and therefore you would, we wouldn't ruin the marriage. Itmar. So now, Kitsha Bishleishim. So let's say this is, this is a, a guy who violates Havchana. Okay, meaning we said that if any, any situation, not necessarily in the Ibam situation, also in the Ibam situation, but not necessarily, um, that if somebody goes ahead and um, if, if a, a woman's husband dies or she gets divorced, you have to wait three months. Okay, we have to make sure that we know in case she's pregnant and normally we know within three months. So let's say the guy did Kedushin and then he ran away. So we're going to put him in cherem because he, he was makadasher. That his running away will actually save him. Meaning that because he ran away, it shows what did he do here. And Rashi learns that he was just makadasher. He was just makadish, and then he, he ran away. So it shows that he had no he had no intention to actually. His running away shows that he wasn't going to violate the Debrechacham and actually go ahead and, and be kindness her. And since he wasn't going to do that, that's good enough to show that he's he's worried. The Rabbanon came up with the din of Havchana. So even though he he was Makadisher, he wasn't supposed to do that. Still, the fact that he was Makadisher and he ran away shows that he had no intention to violate the Debrechacham and therefore it wouldn't be okay. Havavavdah, we had the story of Amalu Rafram Irikua Mistaye. That is running away actually will save him. Okay, so we had three. Different instances here. We had a suffix, 
We talked about what, what, how, where the Chachamim enforce it and blow up marriage. We had the case of Meinekes Chaver, where the, you blatantly violated what the Chachamim said, and therefore we said that it doesn't matter if it's going to result. We have to be Megarish for the period of time. You have to be Megarish her, at least for the period of time. Maybe you could take her back according to one sheet, the other, as a Rabbanu, or mayor said not. But either way, since the Chachamim said in that situation, you have to divorce her. So then, I don't care if, if she's a Kayin, I don't care if she's a Kayin and you're, and you're never going to be able to, uh, according to Rabbanan, get back and marry her. Still, we require a divorce, so too bad. And then we have the third case here where a guy quasi-violated the idea of Havchana. Now, just wanted to uh, point out one thing. Um, so we know that there's a din, mid of Havchana. So we have to understand why in our Mishnah it said, Kainsa. So he violated the Havchana. He went ahead, he was Kainis's, and turns out that she was, turns out that she was pregnant. So why are we willing to say Yekayim over there? So the Rishonim discuss this, and they say that the reason why is similar to, to the situation where um, if he is going to be Megarish her, if he's going to Megarish, he's going to be Asr L'Oilam, and we're going to end up, right, we're going to end up uprooting the din of mitzvah and therefore they did not require it. Okay, just like when we talked about Meuberis, that's one of the answers they give. When we talk about Meuberis, Meuberis, okay, we said that they were going to be Mechaev again, and here they said not, so um, again, that if he's, we're going to mitzvah. So it's very nice to keep the Rabbanon when there's nothing lost, right? It's just, you're going to lose your, you're going to lose your wife. You're going to lose husband. Well, you were the bad guy, but we're going to result in a, we're going to, we're, we're, we're going to result in not being able to do the mitzvah so then we're not going to enforce this. That's one of the answers they give. The other answer they give, which we spoke at at the beginning, is that in the case of the Mishnah, it was hakainis v'nimtem muberes. That it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't blatant, right? He, 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 he wasn't blatant. He didn't know that she was pregnant, Okay, he didn't wait what he was supposed to wait. But Lamaisa, he didn't know that she was pregnant. And in fact, the Ramah Paskin said, if in Shulchanan, that if he, if he knew she was pregnant and went forward anyways, then he would have to, um, he would not be able to be Makayim. That which the Mishnah says, Yikayim, it's Dafka that he didn't realize that she was pregnant. But if he knew it, it would be a problem. And a third answer they give for why we're willing to say Makayim here, even though when we talk about Menekes, we were not. We, we said that, sorry, you have to get divorced, is because here, the whole reason why we said get divorced is because, because we, don't want, we don't want them living together, right? Lamaisa, you, a guy marries, right? So we have a real concern that they'll get pregnant and, and the milk will dry up. So we don't want them being together. So therefore, the way to assure they're not going to be together is make them get divorced. But over here, anyways, they're not going to be together. Why? Because the, guy, the guy's not in Russia, he know what's he playing with over here? He was kind of seasoned, and then he, oh, whoops, she's pregnant. So what's he's playing with Suffolk Erva, and she's actually and therefore he's go, he's going to stay away anyway. So we didn't need to enforce. We didn't need to enforce it with a get to say make sure that they don't live together. There's the guy's not going to play with fire. It's a Suffolk Erva, and therefore we don't have this problem. Now um, we explained just on this last case of Irkuya Mistaye, right, which we said that if a guy is Mikadesh, it sounds like Rashi says that Dafka Mikadesh, and then runs away, doesn't finish, doesn't finish marrying her, runs away, so from the fact that he ran away and didn't, it wasn't kindness, so we don't have to go ahead and force them to be Yitzi, because anyways, his running away proves that he didn't intend to violate the Deber Chachamim in that regard, not at least a full violation. However, um, however, uh, 
it sounds like from Rashi that if he was kindness her and then ran away, then it would be a problem. The Ramam argues, he says that even if he was kindness her and runs away, that it's going to be, that it's, it's going to be okay. If he runs away afterwards, it, it, so it shows, again, he, the, 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 the Magad Mishnah there explains that it's begeder gullus, that he violated the Rechacham, so it's like a self-imposed gullus, and therefore, even if he was kindness her and he runs away, it's going to be okay. Okay, they ask Kashas on this, but either way, let's move on. Suffolk ben Tesha, so okay, we said that let's say, Suffolk ben Tesha, Larisha, and Suffolk ben Shivala Achrain, so let's say, there is, guy, the guy violated, right, like we said, the guy violated this idea of Havchana. Now we don't know, Ben Teshelavish and Ben Shivala Acharon, Yoytzi Vlad Kasher. So we're going to say that, that he has to be Taitzi, but the Vlad itself is Kasher, Shach, the way we explain the Vlad is good. If it was the first child, so if, if it was the first man's child, so the, right, the, dead, the dead guy, so the fact that she, okay, she violated, right, we're going to have a problem over there, potentially, but it was the first guy's child, so the kid is good. And if it's the second guy's child, so then she was always a basibum, and it, and it was the second guy's child, so either way, the, the Vlad is going to be kosher. So So we said, okay, Ben Tesh, to write Suffolk Ben Tesh, Suffolk Ben Zayin, so we said, Yoytzi v'havlad kosher, v'chayavin ba'ashem tali. Right, so again, what, the, what carbon is she chayavin? Ashem tali, because she truly doesn't know. Did I violate Eishasach Mitzvah or not? So now, here's the Gemara's Kasha. So why don't we go after Reb Nashim and say that really, what is Reb Nashim? They give birth after nine months. And therefore, you know what? This isn't a Ashim Tali situation. This is actually a Chiyab Chatos. Because well, let's consider it a Vadai. If we have a child born, we don't know, is it nine months or seven months? Since Reb is nine months, let's say that it's nine months. And then it turns out if it's nine months, then she went ahead and she was Baal the Yavam. It's really her husband. It was really her first husband, the dead guy. And she never felt the Yavam. And she violated that, so she has to bring a Chathas for that. So why is it Nashim Tully? That's why Rashi explains it. Why is it Nashim Tully, not a Chathas? Okay? So, so Amarle, so Ramnachman responds to him, Nashi Didam the Shiva Yaldan. Ah, because our, our women, they give birth after seven months. So Amarle, um, so So therefore what? I don't care what happens in your little, in your little village. That's, that's not Rav of the world. We're going to go after Rav. Because yes, Rav Nashim are Yaldon Tisha. Umiyat Shiva And Umiyat give birth after seven. So, so you're right that there is a Rav. However, However, normally, if you're going with what's normal, yes, normally Rav is nine months, but they would be showing after three months. <coughs> and this woman, her Uber was not Nicker after three months, and therefore she loses the right. So what happened over here was after three months, she's, she, doesn't, she didn't look like she was pregnant, and therefore you're going to lose your right. So yes, there is a right of nine months, but since that right built in with that is nine months and Rav are nine months, but would show after three months, since she's not doing after three months, so you're going to lose your Rav of nine months. So now, if you're saying, ah, if you're saying that if it's a nine-month baby, it will always show after three months, so then what's the question over here? Then it must be a seven-month baby, because she wasn't showing after three months. So the Gemara says, no. So Rav babies... Seven versus nine, we'll assume are nine. But since rave of the nine 
if this rave of the nine-month babies would show after three months, and since this one didn't, so we're going to diminish that rave. Behind me, delay Okay, so now, let's say, okay, so that's the way to understand it over here. She's bringing in Ashram Tali because even though rave and are nine-month babies, since, since Lamaitha, <clears throat> since rave nine-month babies would show after Shlish, would show after three months, and this one didn't, so we're going to say that she loses the rave, and therefore it's truly a suffix and brings an Ashram Tali. Now, Tanar Is this going just based on mathematical probabilities or something? No, it's rave. It, it's rave. And, and when we're going to uphold the rave. And here we're going to impinge on the rave. So I, I'm not so sure that it's mathematical. So now, let's say she goes ahead and she continues living with this guy. Okay, so she's in a Suffolk. Suffolk, whether the child was the dead guys and she had, she had no business being Yibam and the Yavam is Eishas Hashlev uh, and And Suffolk, if... And Suffolk, if... Um, if she really was a Yavama. So the first guy, like we explained, he's Vlad Kasher. Totally good. He can even be a Kain Gadol. Vishaini Mamzer Misafik. So the Shani is a Mamzer Misafik. So we have a Machlekes here. What is the second child? Is it Mamzer Misafik or is there no Mamzer Misafik? Now, it's not clear what these Shitas are. Let's just preface this with Mishas Rabbi Lazar Ben Yaakov Kavanaki. We're always going to pass like Rabbi Lazar Yaakov. So now, depending on what you hold in regards to Suffolk Mamzer, there's also a Machlech we're going to bring in a second here. What is the din by Suffolk Mamzer? Can the Suffolk Mamzer marry a Mamzer or not? So whatever you hold is the din. We're going to manipulate whatever the shitas are to pass like Rabbi Lazar Yaakov because we know the halacha is always like Rabbi Yaakov. So therefore, watch this. So my Ka'abar. So what is this Machlech? So we have two different ways of explaining this Machlech. So again, Tanakama said... Shani mamzer misafik. Rabbi Lazar Yaakov says, "Ain mamzer misafik." There's no mamzer misafik. So what does that mean? Amar Abaya Hachi Kamer Rishon Rabbi Yisrael Kain Gadol Shani Safik Mamzer Va'asur B'Mamzeres. So Abaya holds that the second that that the second child, according to the Tanakama, will be asur to a mamzer. It's a mamzer misafik asur to a mamzer. Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Lazar Omer Ain Ois Safik Mamzer Elavade Mamzer Umuteres B'Mamzeres. There's no such thing as a Safik Mamzer. We're going to consider the baby a Vadai Mamzeres. Right, because Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov is Abaya will obviously hold that the sheet the Abaya will obviously paskin that um, a Suffolk mamzer can marry a mamzeres, and therefore Abaya is learning Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov when he said ain Suffolk when Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov said ain mamzer mi Suffolk it means therefore since there's no such thing if you're not perfectly good if you're even in Suffolk you we're going to give you we're going to treat you as your, if you're a mamzer and you can marry a mamzer. Okay, Rabba Amar, it's actually a kula. Because if you can't marry a mamzer, you can't marry a regular person, you can't marry anybody. So now, Rabba Amar Hachi Kamar. Rishain Rais Li Kangadal. So he's going to learn it the other way. Rabba Amar Hachi Kamar. Rishain Rai Lihiyais Kayangadal. That the first baby, like we said, that was perfectly fine. The Suffolk Ben Tisha, Suffolk Ben Zion, either way, that child is fine. Vishaini Mamzer Vadai Misafik. The second child is a vade mamzer misafik umutur b'mamzeres. So that's the t- that is the chachamim shita. It's basically they're just holding the complete opposite. They're just learning the complete opposite. So whereas Abaya, again, we, we're starting with we know where we want to end, which is halachas like Rabbi Lazar Yaakov. Abaya, like we're going to see in a second, holds that suffik mamzer can marry mamzeres. So he's going to learn Rabbi Yaakov as saying suffik mamzer. It's ambiguous what the chachamim and Rabbi each hold. So Abaya is going to hold Rabbi Lazar Yaakov holds. That Suffolk Mamzer can marry Mamzeres. Rava, however, 
So he holds that Tadakama holds that a Suffolk Mamzer can marry a Mamzeris. That you can't have a Vade Mamzer Misafik. Okay, so Rava, we know now, is going to hold that a Suffolk Mamzer is Asr, and therefore he translates this Machlekes of Lazar and Yaakov saying that a Suffolk Mamzer is going to be Asr. Because this will give you Rabbi Lazar. They're arguing in the Machlekes of Rabbi Lazar. We'll see it's Rabbi Lazar in Hillel, the Tanan. Rebbe Lazar, Eimer, Vadayin bevadayin mutter. Okay, so a Vaday Mamzer is a lot of area, Vaday Mamzer. Vadayin besfekon, however, a Vadayin Mamzer is Suffolk Mamzer, or Suffolk bevadayin, or vice versa, right, man, woman. Or Sveikon besfekon, if it's both Sveikon, it's going to be Aser. So Rebbe Lazar holds that only a Vaday Mamzer can marry a Mamzer. Ve'eluhein Sveikon, by the way, what is a Suffolk Mamzer? Shtuki. A uh, Shtuki is Lashon of Shasa quiet, meaning where the... Uh, Child goes, is that my, is that my daddy? And, my, and, and the mother goes, no, you don't have no daddy. Right? So, Shtuki, never, never happens, right? Exactly. Vasufi, okay, what's a child left at the firehouse, right? Who's gathered in, left at the doorstep. Vikusi, so that is not our traditional Kusi of Arias, but rather we're talking about somebody who they're not Makhbed on Kedusha Kesef, and therefore we don't trust that they're Kedusha, they don't respect the Kedusha, they don't respect the lines, and therefore. Uh, again, it's a Suffolk Mamzer situation. So Rav says, Rabbi Lazar holds that Suffolk Mamzer is usher to marry a Mamzer. Okay? Now, when I said this over in front of Shmuel, so Shmuel said, Hillel said that there are 10 Yuchsin. Came from Babel, right? There are 10 people that have Yichos. Here's the groups of category who may marry within each one. Kaihane Levia Israeli, right? Those can marry within each other. But it's it's all ten. Kaihane Levia Yisrael, Chalale Geri, Harui, Mamzeri, Nesini, Shtuki, Basufi, the Kulan, Mutarim, Lavazebazeb, within their category. And Rashi breaks it down. He says, okay, Kaihane Levia Yisrael, they can marry each other. Levia Yisrael, Chalalim, and Gerin. Charurin, Avadim, Meshucharin, they're all allowed to marry. Geirei, Vecharurin, Mamzeri, Venesini, Shtuki, Basufi, those are all. So, okay, but he puts Mamzeri with Shtuki. So that Shtuki is suffix. So, it's not that all ten within the category. Obviously, a Kayin can't marry a Suffolk Mamzer, right? But within those, there's bleed over into the categories. There is a category that says Mamzeri Vishduki, and that's the point that we want here. Vata Amr Halacha Kribbe Lazar, and you're telling me that Halacha is like Kribbe Lazar? What are you talking about? Halacha is not Kribbe Lazar. Kribbe Lazar holds that a Suffolk is Asr. Hillel said that a Suffolk is Mutter. So Abaya, Savalar Kishmo, like we said, Abaya manipulated Kribbe Lazar. Halacha has to be like Kribbe Lazar Minyakan. So now, Abaya, Savalar Kishmo, the Amr Halacha Kihilo. So Abaya said the halachas like Hillel umukila rulazim and Yaakov alibet the hilchasa. So again, Abaya holds like Shmuel that the halachas like Hillel that a suffix suffix mamzer can marry a mamzer, and therefore he learns Rabbi Lazim and Yaakov in this machlokes Tanakam Rabbi Lazim and Yaakov as saying suffix mamzer is considered a real mamzer. Okay, kiyechid loy tikshi hilchasa hilchasa. So to have everything line up, Rabbi Savar la Karav namar lach Rabbi Lazar he holds suffix mamzers aser mukila Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov I leave it the hilchasa and he's going to also be mukim Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov according to the the way that he holds the halacha okay which is so again Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov must be going he holds since he holds a Rabbi Lazar which is going that, that's Rav going like. That a Suffolk Mamzer can't marry Mamzeris. So the way that Rava is going, Rava, like, like Rav, like Rebbe Lazar, is going to line up Rebbe Lazar and Yaakov to be saying that a Suffolk Mamzer is going to be Asr. So that he won't have this kasha, right? Because, like we explained, and Rashi says here at the top of Ahmed Aleph, so we're going to always pass with Rebbe Yaakov, and therefore they each manipulate Rebbe Yaakov Shita according to what they hold the halacha is in regards to Suffolk Mamzer. Now, 
Amar Abayi, So Abayi says, how do I know that according to Lazar ben Yaakov, that a suffix, that a suffix is treated like a vada, I mean, they can marry. The call sfeik of Lazar ben Yaakov kivade mishavi le detan. We learned in a brayser of Lazar ben Yaakov aimer harisha ba'al nashim harbe. Let's say a person is bought al many he's bought al many women. It's unclear what the rabbanon or Lazar ben Yaakov say. Either way, so we manipulate the machlekes in line with what they hold. So since Abaya says that uh, Abaya holds like Shmuel that halacha is like Hillel which is that a suffolk can marry, a suffolk mamzer can marry a mamzer. Therefore, Belazar ben Yaakov Shita is that a suffolk mamzer is treated like a mamzer for marriage purposes. Again, they manipulated Belazar ben Yaakov. Either way, it's unclear what they say. But since we know Allah is like Belazar ben Yaakov, whatever you hold, now fill in the blank. That's what Belazar ben Yaakov, ben Yaakov turns into a pass through Shita because it's unclear in either one. So it's just a question how, there's definitely a machlekes, And the two sides of the machlekes are, it, is Suffolk Mamzer can marry Mamzer or not? Okay, now it's just a question of who holds what. So Abai is coming to say that you want to know how I know. If a person was by many women, he doesn't know who. Also a woman. She had many male uh, partners. She doesn't know. She doesn't know which one is the child. Okay, what's going to happen is that you'll have. Uh, uh, if you don't know, if we don't have yichus on children, so then uh, we could have Right. So again, these are all stakas. Right. That's what's happening over here. We're saying we don't know, and yet what do we call them? Mamzerim. The pasuk says zima. So he's learning that zima means mamzerim. That when, if you don't, you have to, it's, it's, the Pasuk, the Torah is telling us, make sure to keep the yichsen straight, because otherwise, if you have stake of situations, you're basically making mamzer. So we see a suffix as the name of mamzer. But Rava, so how's he going to learn the Pasuk? Amar lachachi kamar. So this is, what he, this is how he's learning zima. That zima doesn't mean mamzerim, that if you are unsure, they're mamzerim, but rather he says zuhi, zumahi. No, you're going to make suffix mamzerim. And some of mamzerim aren't mamzerim. So he just, he learns the, the word zima, not full of mamzerim, full of, right, molar zima means zumahi, that full of unknowns. Okay, now, so that is one, okay, that's what Elizabeth Yaakov Shita said, like I said, manipulated or learned by Abaya or Abaya and Rava based on what they held like Rav and Shmuel, which is the Machlekes of Rebelazer and Hillel, okay? So in line with whatever you hold, that is what Rebelazer and Yaakov is going to hold. Now, new dinner Rebelazer and Yaakov, this is going to be a Gemara that we had in, similar to very Gemara that we had in Yuma, Geshmaka Gemara. Yes, Alkein, Amr Rebelazer and Yaakov, Le'isa Adam Isha Medina Zu. person shouldn't marry a woman in one part of the, one city, right? One, one area, one province. V'yelech V'yisa Isha Medina Acheres. And then go marry somebody else Okay, meaning you shouldn't have a woman in one city and a woman in another city. And you know what's going to happen? Because Shema Yizdav Guzel. Okay, you have, yeah, a person shouldn't have, you know, a, a wife in China when he goes there for business and a wife here. What happens if, right, if the, if the child, the, the son and the daughter are in that meeting and now you go ahead and you cause the riots. Okay, they didn't know, each wife didn't know that there was another family. Aini says the Gemara, really, is this a problem? Rav, when he went to Dardashir, Machris, he would call it, he'd say, Who wants to be my wife for a day? So we see the Rabbanon, when they went to visit these cities, they would go ahead and 
and say, who wants to be my wife for the day? So the Gemara says, oh, Shani Rabbanan Difkiya Shamaihu, because they're, they're so prestigious, so the, ch- the children will be tracked and said, oh, this is Rav's son when he came to visit here. Okay, that's the way the Gemara is saying. Now, Ba'amar Rava, Tava Li Nase, Frekti Gemara, really, how did Rav and Rav Nachman have wives in these cities? Ba'amar Rava, Tava Li Nase Vinitfaisa, that if you rush in to marry a woman and she agrees, Shrichaleshev Shiv and Nikim. A woman who gets very, is what's called Dam Chimad. Right? She's very happy that, that she's going to be getting married. And therefore, there's a concept of Dam Chimon, and she becomes a need of seven days. So how could they walk into the city and say, who wants to be my wife for the day? Boom, I got a wife. Suddenly they have children. Sigmar says, No, they would send ahead saying, by the way, we're going to be here in a week. Okay, and take care of that problem. That they were only miyachad, they weren't actually boiled, these women. Okay, that there, we can't compare, uh, uh, you know, having a wife will take care of what the Rabbana needed. So I want to give, first of all, just this idea of paspasali. So Tysus here says that what, what, what that means here is that since the women, what was your whole problem, Dam Chimod? Well, since they weren't boil them, and it was a paspasali, so they weren't going to, the women didn't think that, they didn't think that for sure, oh, this guy, it's for sure, right? It's a tease. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. And therefore, there wouldn't be Dam Chimod. Tosis in, in, um, in, in Yuma, where we have this Gemara, actually says a different shot that Paspasale, because Tosis asks, I don't understand. How is this Paspasale? The women are ushered to him for seven days. So Tosis says that, yeah, that even that if a guy knows that he could have, they could have her, yes, it would be Dam Chimot if he decided that they wanted to consummate the marriage. Um, and he would wait seven days, but at least he knows that in seven days. Okay, that's what Tosis says there. Now, in general, this entire Gemara requires. Uh, we mentioned this pshat. Then we sent, I sent out the shtickle, but I'll just mention it again very, very quickly. There's Ravun Margolis Margolis Hayam. So he brings down an explanation here that really makes all the pieces fit. And he, he starts with asking, like, like Rav is. He says his lashon is is Bal Yud Midas de Chasida. How is it possible that he would be Machers Man Havaliyam? And he brings common examples of where Rav, like, you know, when he was he was Kula Kula Kadosh. Like there was no Havamina to think that he would just trying to walk into a city to make sure that he had a wife for a day. And what? Because he was concerned about what would happen. Rav Nachman, he was the chasnei shal roish ha and he, this, the husband of Yalta, right? And like, there's no way, the story doesn't, it doesn't seem to make sense. What's going on over here? Why would they say, okay, I need a wife for a day? So, and he brings common rights. He goes through a whole thing, okay, that he brings in the Marim Psachim, that, uh, that, that uh, Rabbeinu Tziva Banov, that, that, that uh, Rebbe was Mitzavah, his children, they shouldn't live in these places. And the way we, he explains it, he comes out saying that at the end, the story over here is like this, that, and he brings rayas from the story with, an, with the esreg and the knife, and they send the, okay, so visitors in certain locales, when they were, when they were, um, when they were uh, respected, when they were respected, and he also brings Kamarayas to show that Rav and Rav Nachman were respected by non-Jewish rulers, but visitors in certain locales, certain specific to Persian locales, apparently, uh, these are both in Persia, Dar Dashir and Sheikh Nitzvah, he actually talks about this, that the Persian hospitality treatment was that when you would show up, if you were married, so then you would show up and they would be nice to you. And if you weren't married, they would be extra nice and they would send local uh, women uh, to be with you. So the reason Rav and Ramnach were doing this was that they were arranging wives so that they wouldn't be sent, they wouldn't put themselves in a matzah of, of temptation and they wouldn't be sent because they were respected, 
they were Chasha people coming to visit. So whoever the Persian king, Shavar Malk, whoever the Persian king would have been at the time in these cities, whoever the ruler, the governance was, would have sent them women. That was the way that they treated Chasha visitors. And therefore they didn't want these women and therefore they would line up they would line up wives, not, and that's why the Gemara says not to be with them. No, 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 that wasn't the point. The point is that if we say we have wives, then they won't send us anybody. Fine. One last din over here. A person shouldn't get married in mind. He has, she's thinking happily ever after, and he's thinking uh, one day, right? I want out. I, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to do what I got to do, and then I'm going to the Pasuk says, don't uh, like plan evil on your reyacha, because I'm referring to your wife, ra'a, who yeshev lebetach itcha, right? She thinks she's going to be lebetach, right? Happily ever after. I'm living securely. Happily ever after. So don't go ahead and fool her. Okay. Now, let's deal with the fact, let's go back to, we said Suffolk, right? We had a situation where we had Suffolk ben Tisha and Suffolk ben Shiva l'achrei. Yoytzi, the Havlad Kasher. Okay, so we see now, let's say the situation where we really don't know. The woman was kind of the, the, the uh, Yavam, and we don't know if this child is a nine month baby of, of the dead guy or seven month baby of the Yavam. So the question is, how do we deal with the monetary? What's the monetary fallout? So we know that the Vlad is a Kasher, that's not a problem. She has to bring an Ashim Tala, like we explained, because she may have done something wrong, okay? Now, how do we deal with the monetary fallout? Meaning, who gets the money? So, let's see. We're going to go through a bunch of cases over here. Suffolk v. Yavam, Shabot Lachlech b'Nichse Misna. So, let's say the Suffolk and the Yavam, they both come to, let's say there's no, the two brothers have no father, okay? Ruvain, one brother died. There's a Yavam, there's one other brother. Now, there's a child, his Suffolk. So, if the child was the dead guy's child, so then, then the child gets it, the Suffolk gets it. If the child is the brother, right, if, if he's really from the brothers, from the Yavam, so then the Yavam is Yerish. We're going to see this later that the Yavam gets the dead guy's portion, gets the dead guy's stuff. So now, Suffolk, Yavam, Shabbat, Misna. Suffolk, Amar, Anabar, Misna, who? Says, I'm the kid. I'm, what do you mean? The, the dead guy is my father. <clears throat> and therefore, I'm Yerish, my father. No. You're my son. You get nothing. You don't have anything. Sorry, I'm still alive. You've got to wait till I croak. But it's mine. According to everybody. Tesis here addresses that. He says that since the dead guy is gone, the money is released. Okay, so now there's nobody in the money. The Suffolk and the Yavam both have an equal claim to it. It's a true Suffolk. If one gets it, the other doesn't. And if, one, if the other gets it, then the other one doesn't, right? So it's, they're mutually exclusive, and therefore it's mamanamoto basafik and it's chokin. Suffolk, now let's, what's the next case? This one's going to be a little more complicated. Suffolk uvenayavam, shabam lachlik benichse misna. So let's say the suffolk, let's say the, you have the suffolk and you have the benayavam. So the brother, the guy did yibam, and then he died. But they never actually divided yet, and we'll see. This is that'll be the next case. But they never actually divided the dead guy's stuff. They didn't. We, we didn't. We didn't go through probate on the dead guy's stuff. The estate wasn't settled. So now think about it this way. Here's here's something interesting. Think about it. And we'll, we'll preview the gemara. It's a little bit complicated. Just the cheshbon here. But so the suffolk. So what are the choices? Either it's the it belongs to the yavam son, and he has shaykhs to it either way. Either he's Ruvain's son and he gets it all, or 
He's the Yavam's son. Let's say the Yavam has two other, two other sons, just to make the math easier. So then he gets a third. Because either he's Ruvain's son and he gets it all, or he is Shimon's son, right? The Yavam's son. Yes, there are other, he'll have to split it, but at least he gets something, okay? Because if he's Shimon's son, then he'll get it, Mikhaif that. Ruvain's no longer there, there's no father, right? So there's no, no father, there's no. It's either it all belongs to the Safik or it belongs to the Bene Yavam. And he is either Ruvain's son or he is one of the Bene Yavam. Either way, okay? So either way, he has a shaykhist to it. So Safik Amar HaHugav Rabar Misnahava. I'm the dead guy's son. V'nich didi, and therefore they belong to me. B'nei Yavam Amri. You know what the B'nei Yavam say? They say, At achinu at. Umansahu de islach bahadan. No, you're our brother. And therefore you get one of the portions. Again, let's say the Yavam has two other known sons. So he's like, they would say, no, you get a third. So now, So the Rabbanon said, ah, let's figure out in this case. Now, again, what's clear is that this, the suffix here, Vadai gets something. Either way, Manoshach gets something. The other children of the Yavam are what? Suffix. Well, they don't know if, if the dead guy's money, if the father was a, a true Yavam and therefore he got, he got it and they get it and he cut off the fact that their father died. So, the, so, that it's a mission, that it's not. Now, this is a case where, let's say, regular case, not a Yavim situation, we're trying to find a case, we're going to try to, we're finding a case to compare our case to. So what we're saying is, let's say, woman didn't go ahead and do Havchana, Suffolk, Ben Tess, to guy number one, Ben Zion, guy number two. So the answer is that, who ain't a Yerish son, but him Yerish son, that he... Can't, he doesn't get either one. Meaning, even though we know he's one of these guys are my father, but he doesn't get either one. Why? Because he's a suffix. The children of guy number one are avadai, and the children of guy number two are vadai, children guy number two. So they can't put the, 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 the two, the two yersh, groups of Yershin together in a room and say, I know I get something here. Each group can kind of say, no, not from us, not from us. Right? You are a suffix, and therefore you get nothing. So we see in a situation, this is what we're trying to bring a raya here, in a situation where one party is a vadai and one party is a suffix, that the vadai wins out. The, su- the suffix gets nothing. Like we said here, who in a Yerush Hashem? So now, v'hacha ipcha. So here we're going to have the opposite case. This is going to be the exact opposite case of that case. Meaning, hasam amri lay. So over there, so again, there's two men. Man number one, Yerushim of group number one. Group number two, Yerushim of, of, of man number two. So then, Hasam Amrile, I see Raya Vishakal. So bring a Raya that you're one of our brothers, that, that this guy's your father, and then you'll get part of it. But if he can't, then he doesn't get anything. He's a suffix. Hacha Amr Lahu. So, Hacha, over here, he can say, I see Raya Vishuklu. Ah, you want some of it? Bring me a Raya that you're brother, because the, that, that we're brothers. Bring me, that's what the suffix says to the B'nai Yavam. Bring me a Raya that we're brothers, because. I'm going to go ahead and say that, no, I'm not your brother. I'm your cousin. And really, the dead guy was my father. So, so again, so we're trying to say it's the exact same case where we have a suffix and a vadai when there's two men, not a yavam situation. So then the suffix wouldn't get anything because the vadayim can basically push him out. Over here, the suffix actually, vadai would get the money on some level, some part of the money. And, this, and the B'nai Yavam are sfakim. So maybe just like when Suffolk versus Vadai, so maybe, maybe the, the Suffolk child over here who Vadai gets the money can go to the B'nai Yavam and say, sorry, you get nothing unless you could prove that we're brothers. So I'm going to no, me dummy. 
Hasam inhu vadai So over there, the brother, the sons of guy number one and the sons of guy number two are vadoi, and he is a suffix. Hacha aidiv aidi suffix. That here they're both fakers. Yes, I buy that get some of the money, but it's very important to understand when we talk about Yerusha, it's always a line. Where am I getting it from? You're not a vadai in where you're getting it from. And since you're not a vadai in where you're getting it from, okay, words of Rashi, Shafilu Asafik Aintoin Tainas Vadai. I'm not saying I know exactly who my father is. I just know I have some money. That in order, when it comes to Yerusha, you have to identify, ah, I'm getting it from there. That makes you a vadai. And if you can't, then you're a suffix. And therefore, in this case, what would actually happen? And Rashi, in the next Rashi, explains it. That what happened is like this. Let's say there was $6. The dead guy had $6. So let's say the Yavam had two Vadai sons. Now you have the suffix son. So if the suffix son is one of the brothers, so he would get a third. He would get $2. That's unquestionable. He at least gets $2. Right off the top, he gets $2. Now the other $4, that's where there's a suffix. Do, does he get all $6 if he's Ruven's son? Or, okay, or... Or if he's one of the brothers, then he wouldn't get it. So then we would say, it's Suffolk and Suffolk, just like we said before, Culkin. So the $2 that he for sure would get, that's his. The $4 they would split. So what would turn out in this case is he would end up with $4 and the brothers would end up with $2. Now, but the Gemara just wants to finish. Ah, you brought a Mishnah. You said that the Mishnah is like these cases. So I'll find you a case that's like that Mishnah. Again, that Mishnah was where you had, where you had a Suffolk from guy number one, a Suffolk from guy number two. Okay, so the Yarshim of guy number one and guy number two can tell the Suffolk, I don't care that one of these got, one, your, your shaykh is to one of these bot, bot, button, your shaykh is to one of these Yerushas, since you don't know which one, you're a Suffolk, and I'm a Vadai, and you get nothing. However, so what is that case? If you want to find the case with the Suffolk and a Yavam that is comparable to that Mishnah, you'll have to go Lahadamya. you'll have to go to the following case. The Suffolk of a Yavam, to the Suffolk and B'nei Yavam, Shabbat Ulach, like B'nichse Yavam, Gufay. To Suffolk and B'nei Yavam, again, so Suffolk and the children of the Yavam, Shabbat Ulach, like B'nichse Yavam, Gufay. Not, again, here, not the dead guy's money, but let's say the Yavam has other money. So here, you want to know, this is a case where the, the Hasam, Amrile, Aisi, Rai, Dachuna, Atvashakal. So you want to know what, what Raya, what, what this case, that case is not Mishnah which talks about two groups, of, two groups of fathers, and we don't know, two groups of Yarshim, and the Suffolk doesn't know which one is his true father, he will get nothing, because the Badayim can tell you get nothing. That is like, in this case, if there was a Suffolk and a Yavam, and the Suffolk was trying to get money from the Yavam's estate, not money that came from the dead guy, from the Yavam's estate. And the brothers would say, sorry, you get nothing because you are a Suffolk. Bring me a Raya that you are a brother. That is the case that's like that Mishnah. This case, okay, our, that Mishnah won't help us in our case. Our case, again, is where they're going after the dead guy's money. Not the other's money, but the dead guy's money. That's where they're both considered Sveikais. And therefore, even though they're both considered Sveikais, since he, they're all in agreement that he would at least get $2, so the split's not going to be 3-3, like when you talked about the Suffolk and Yavam coming, where it was a true Suffolk, where it was the Suffolk and the Yavam themselves, where it's Suffolk and B'nai Yavam, where he would get it from either side, so then actually he would end up with more. He would end up with $4, and the brothers would end up with $2. All right, I guess, I guess we'll stop here. Really didn't want to stop here, but we'll have to stop here.